You have, in your downloaded virtual hands, the live recording of our live show from GeeklyCon 2017 in St. Louis, Missouri. We had limited microphone equipment, so the audio isn't up to the usual standards, but as a trade, you get the awesome crowd feedback. It was so fun to do this show. But before we get to that, I want to let you know what we've got coming up over the next few months. Dropping August 30th is This is Spinal Tap, featuring returning guest Adam Bash. On September 27th, We've got Arrested Development featuring Nika Howard, and we'll be announcing more on our Twitter feed as we schedule them, but we've got so much more planned. What you're about to listen to is the panel Bad Movies That We Love and Why That's Okay. It features guests Nika Howard, Matthew M. Morris, Veronica Brady, and Sam Brady, so get ready for the live show fun. And here we go! Disembodied voice guy, uh, say, where are you? Where am I supposed to be? You're supposed to be in St. Louis doing the live show with us. Was that today? Yes! Well, I can't keep track of all this stuff in my busy schedule. Well, damn it, how fast can you get down here? I mean, it's, it's too late, I guess. Hold on. Okay, okay, I'm here. Whoa, there, there he is! <laughs> That was incredibly fast. Yes, it only takes a second for me to get anywhere. All I have to do is think about it, and I appear there. Well, that is a very interesting addition to your mythology. I suppose we should record that for the future wiki. (laughs) (laughs) The only problem I had was when I had to quickly figure out that St. Louis is a place, not a person. When you first told me, I was like, St. Louis? That bump's been dead for over 700 years. <laughs> I saw it happen. Never mind. Oh, I was involved. Mike, this is turning into a rant really quickly. You're right. Well, disembodied voice guy, I'm glad you were finally able to figure this out. Yes, finally. You should have just said, find the place whose weather makes Hades feel like Greenland. <laughs> I know, I've never been either place, but I'm kind of feeling that comparison, for sure. So, uh... What do you need me for, anyway? Got any more witty banter, or anything? Hmm, well... No, we just need you to do this intro, and then, you know, do whatever you want. Go see the city. That's it? I travel 500 miles to St. Louis, and that's all you need me for? 500 miles? You just said it took you a second. And it was effortless! But that's not the point. (laughs) Well, I kind of feel like it is the point a little bit. I mean, you're making a huge deal out of nothing. I'll show you nothing. You can slap? That's a new one. Put that in the wiki, right? (laughs) That's not all I can do. I can leave you two to do this live show without me. If you need me, I'll be at the hotel bar, whispering into the ear of some guy who's had one too many. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean he left? I mean, is he still here? I, I don't know. We can't see him. I've, I've never seen him. You yeah, only hit you. Yeah. Wait, wait. Disembodied voice guy. You, I can feel feel compelled to remind you that you're under contract. You have to do this intro before you leave. Why did I ever sign that? <sighs> Fine. <clears throat> it's Sacred Cows tonight. Hosts. <laughs> <laughs> And beat. Featuring disembodied voice guy. Monica <laughs> Brady. Sam. Come on up. Matthew Norris. Come here. And Mika Howard. Come here. Accidentally. Oh, yeah. 
Body Voice Guy? Fuck you guys. up with disembodied voice guys shenanigans. We are here ostensibly to talk about bad movies with our wonderful panelists. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> Thank you. It's so good to be here. Are, they are you guys coming around? Where are we? Where are we? Yeah, are you we just gonna gonna oh, you guys going to come around? As I always say, Sam Strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's copyrighted. I'll have Vijay to speak to you later. Hang on, i got a headband in here somewhere. <laughs> Hey, we're happy. So before we start, we want to give a shout out to those who can't be with us today. Eli, you are volunteering and you will be remembered fondly. Edit the shit out of this when you're done. <laughs> so we're here to talk about bad movies. So I think a good place to start is start with your favorite bad movies and then we figure out what makes them good bad movies and why that's okay. So, who volunteers to go first among our we guests? We always let the guests. Mm. Should, should we just go clockwise? Yeah, Matt, go. It's too easy. Good morning. Uh, so, I have chosen the uh, 2002 classic with a Metacritic score of 14, <laughs> but rated at 2.6 stars on IMDb. Uh, it is a kung fu mo uh, movie featuring Steve Odekirk, uh, written by Steve Odekirk, featuring the acting of... Steve Odekirk, Fei Long, Leo Li, and Li Ling. I can't pronounce. Hisei. We'll go with that. It is a film that is called Kung Pao. Enter the Fist. Woo! All right. So tell us about Kung Pao. Enter the Fist and why you like it. So it is, in fact, a kung fu comedy film parody, if you will. Um, and um, they took a lot of footage from an old kung fu movie and they superimposed Steve Odekirk in there and um, he is the chosen one in this film and it is how he defeats um, an evil mastermind uh, and aliens from France <laughs> are they aliens if I they're never from made it France? they are aliens, they are, are they French aliens yeah. are they illegal aliens? they would not be, yeah Naturalized, yes. Non-naturalized <laughs> citizens, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And why do you like it? What, what, it is, what makes it bad, and what makes you like it anyway? Oh, it is, beyond a shadow of a doubt, a bad movie. But, uh, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it, it steals a lot of jokes from other things. It's very corny. The, fil uh, the, the actual filmography is very bad. Or the, the, fil the filming. It's, it's bad. But it is a true work of passion. You can tell that somebody, you can tell that Steve, we'll call him, put a lot of effort into making this his baby. So, so I, I think we can get from that already that so far, most people that set out to make a bad movie are not trying to make a bad movie. They are passionate about it. Just misguided, maybe. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a bit of what you can sense what a good bad movie. It's not. It's a bad bad movie if they're being hokey, phoning in, that's something. That, a good bad movie, someone is acting the fuck out of it. Somebody <laughs> loves it. Somebody believes it. Somebody looks at the mirror and says, I am the troll. And then they get there on stage yeah. and they give 100%. And their 100% is 100% running in some direction. <laughs> it's not up. It's not down. It's somewhere. Okay, okay. 
So Sam, what is your movie? Ooh, I have one and a half answers to this question. All right. I'm not gonna, while I'm here, I've got two answers. I couldn't not answer this question without saying a movie that I absolutely love. So it's not a bad movie, and it's not answer, it's answering this question a little bit. Si- <laughs> yeah, yeah, she knows, she knows what it is. I am this movie's biggest fan. I am this movie's only fan. This movie was produced in 2007 for about uh, $30 million. It was really set out to be big. It had a giant advertising campaign like that. It made like $31 million. (laughs) It was really loved by a critic who saw it. I think the only one that I could read. He said, like, it's it's masterful. It's thrilling. It's gripping. It's really good. Paid for OC. Only use the edge of it. Never got anywhere. I tell everyone about this movie, and they're just like, yeah, that one? Really? And... I watched it every Christmas <laughs> from like 2007 until like 2014. <laughs> I really loved it. I'd go at home to my very Mormon parents' house that I love, and I love being with them. But sometimes I just got to sit there and just watch a movie, and this one centers me. I don't know why I love it so much, and I am convinced that I am this movie's number one fan. It is the 2007, please let me know if you recognize it, spy thriller called Breach. Anyone know it? One. One, one, in in <laughs> one in the back. One in the back for those of you listening Let at me home. tell you, you in the back, you are wrong. I am wrong. They are correct. <laughs> <laughs> An infinitely forgettable. <laughs> Nothing new movie. And it's not bad, but how much I love it makes it the best worst movie for me. It stars Chris Krupper, who is a, a character actor. He's American Beauty. Uh, he, he plays a military dad. Now, he's in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's him at his uh, Chris Cooper-ish. He's, he's, he's doing a, a very good job here. It's the real life. I'm such a, a sucker for real life political dramas. And that's the problem with this movie. It is history class. Oh, it is about Robert Hansen, the worst uh, counterintelligence disaster in American history. He was a mole uh, spying uh, against the United States for the Russians in the FBI. So for Did we go after him? Yeah. Oh, we, you bet who you're asking. So the no, FBI... Nothing matters anymore. They, yeah, I know, right? This is so quaint. Like, oh, we used to care. We used to think that things could matter. And, anyways, getting back to when we thought that we could succeed at life. Uh, so he, we decided to give one person the FBI everything. Top secret clearance. Do whatever. He had a panel of international spies that would report to him, and he had anything to do. They got the one person they could trust. They put that in charge of that panel to find the mole. That's his only job find them all. They put Robert Hansen in charge of that job. His job in the FBI was to find himself. This was for years and years. The extent of his damage against the United States remains classified, but it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars. We literally built tunnels underground that they, they became aware of when it was the most embarrassing and biggest political liability for us. So hundreds of million dollars of defense budget funds, like not only squandered, but used negatively against us. Assets in Russia were killed. You're bored, and you're right. I'm wrong. I love this fucking history movie that me and one critic ever loved. But since that's not a bad movie, objectively, it's just my favorite bad movie. My other one, I'm not going to steal anyone's answers because I know someone picked this. I'm not going to say all of Troll 2 because someone else can do it, and you can do it better. Is that, is that, that yours? It's not mine, but that is, I was going to okay. mention it a few days. I'm going to say the mini porno in, 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 in Troll 2 where she knocks on the trailer door, do you guys know what I'm talking about, with the corn and the cob, and it is not a twosome between a woman witch lady and a teenage horn dog boy. It is a threesome between this teenage horn dog boy, the witch lady, and this phallic corn on the cob that plays a very central role in this terrible movie's oddly, strangely pornographic <laughs> love-death scene halfway through that is so fucking bizarre and great. Want some 
popcorn. <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Great. yeah. I don't need. To so Kung Pao entered the fist. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you like that one? You friend. never did say that. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, it it gets so bad. It's one of those movies that just kind of comes around, and you're like, yes, I recognize that this is utterly ridiculous in every way, shape, and form, but. It's so corny bad. Sorry. Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> Want some popcorn? <laughs> yes, Daddy. Um, it, comes, it, come, it really just comes back, and you're like, you, you, you start to ignore how bad it is, and you start to get into, you try to get into, into Steve's mind. And it's like, that's, that's how you learn. It's a work of passion, because he was just, it was just joke after joke after joke, and it just, they, most of them fall flat, but every once in a while you get one that just makes you burst out laughing. So the way that I actually ended up seeing that movie is I was a huge fan of Jimmy Neutron, the cartoon, which <laughs> Steve Odekirk, you know, created. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so good, like Jimmy Neutron the movie or something, right? <laughs> which I also really love. Okay, but, is, that your, is that your movie? No, it's oh. not. But no, because uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a great <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good, you guys. Have some taste, Matthew. <laughs> God damn it, Matthew. Imagine my surprise when I saw Kung Pao enter the fist. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Veronica, what is your bad movie pick? Okay, so what was your Rotten Tomatoes score for Kung Pao? Uh, it was a 14. Okay, well, mine will rival you at 5% on oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry, Metacritic was 14. The Rotten Tomatoes was 11. Okay, okay. So, um, I enjoy Christmas in general. I like I like the holiday, I like the decorations, and I like the food. And so, when it is Christmas time, I turn on one movie, and I know it's bad, bad movie, not good. Uh, Chris Columbus wrote this, and if you don't know who Chris Columbus is, can we say Home Alone 2, Mrs. Doubtfire, Harry Potter, Hello! the second one? Sorry. Hello! <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> and I love that movie so much. Sincerely, unironically, you don't love it as a bad movie. No, you, I like it. You are this movie's biggest fan. This is I'm your the only fan. It's, it's Tim Allen and who else? Um, it was the mom Jody, from Home Improvement. Jamie Curtis. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Right. Yeah, it's not great, and I don't have any favorite parts of the film, but as a whole, I enjoy it each year, and I don't know why. I feel sad and embarrassed having but said it. It now. sounds like it's part of tradition, though. Yeah, it's it's very easy to seep into the tradition. It's free on Netflix every Christmas. Oh, that sounds right there. So. there we go. So we've got we got three different things that people like about movies so far: uh, passion. Corn. Passion and corn. <laughs> I'm not crazy. If you watch the movie, it's and a standout moment. And it's free on Christmas. <laughs> I have a motto. If it's free, it's for me. So, <laughs> Nika, what is your favorite okay. bad movie that you picked for this? So I will start this off by this movie was made in 2016. It's recent. I'm hitting you with this. Oh, wow. Ooh, it is an Oscar-winning film. Ooh. Oh, no. It's had 32 nominations. <laughs> Um, I can't get my Rotten Tomatoes to show up, but you know every single one of the characters in this film since you were a child. And this film is the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst movie. Oh. Not only is it two hours long, which is, I think, completely intolerably too long for a DC movie, besides Wonder Woman. Um, the acting is just bad, and it has good actors in it. Margot Robbie 
she's probably, I think, the best, in my opinion, for there, um, for what she had to do. But the lines are bad. Well, <laughs> for what she had to put up with. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they all had to put up with Jared Leto. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, which I think that the stories from that maybe have sullied the movie a bit. But this movie, oh, yes, thank you. Oh, it's a 25 on Rotten Tomatoes. So people like this movie. That is 25 too many. Can- I saw it. <laughs> That's wrong. That is inflated. Does anyone in this room like that movie as an honest-to-God good movie? Okay. Same guy as Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Never changed. What's your name? Tyler. Thank the you, hero Tyler. we Welcome, need, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler loves everything. So yeah. one person and two kind ofs. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. John, kind know. of persons? Well, kind <laughs> of maybe like him. Yeah. So, I got it. I'm just kidding. I, I have an issue with two characters the most in this film. I'm so excited to hear which. Which is <laughs> <they> two. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. It is, I can't even remember his name, Crocodile Sewer Man. Oh. oh, oh. And Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Yeah. Killer Croc. And El Diablo. Yeah. yeah. Because they are the most awful character. Back, Like, the way those characters were written were so bad. They gave mm-hmm. them no depth. They gave them no development. They are just, like, very flat, like, mm-hmm. bad, bad characters. We have a character um, named El Diablo. Do I? Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> it's a race. Wait, which one was the that? bottom on that? Uh, this one that was in it for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Eli, don't cut that. Nobody needs <laughs> to see this. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so am I? Okay. So with this movie, am I the only one that felt like? Okay, so we were watching it. I knew not to see it in theaters. I was not going to give it money, money. And so we saw it in bed, and like forty-five minutes in, we're like. We're still in the this intro is the position. Yes. This is the I, intro. So yeah. I think that for Suicide Squad, they tried to take a lot of things that they saw Marvel had been doing well with <laughs> and jam it into one two-hour movie. And they had a lot of the um, music where you have rock slash punk music over playing with like some like, scene that doesn't really fit. Do what? Runk music. Runk music. Runk. Yeah. Rock and pock. And is that real? Is that what it's called? Is that the show? Now it is. Rock and roll. Sounds and like a strange disease. <laughs> I got the rump rolls. <laughs> I got real bad. So they, they had poor music choices, I think. They also tried to jam in, like John had just mentioned. Characters that no one cared about, or even like they didn't give any background for it. They're like, "Here are these characters. We're gonna do that." It just seemed like a really shoddy story altogether. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I why, watch it. Why do you like it? Why? Why do you watch it? Why do you put yourself through it? <laughs> well, one, I got a nomination. Yeah. It won <laughs> no, it won one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. Yeah. What did I win think, an, an Oscar? I think makeup it was for makeup. Yeah, yeah. In a okay, year where Star Trek Beyond was there. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. my God. There's um, no justice in this world. And that is the greatest one. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it is a bright, colorful movie that is flashy at me, and it just like a cat. It's got my attention. I put this movie on and say, I'm gonna just put this on in the background and then go clean the house. I put this movie on and I set my ass in the couch, on the couch for two minutes or two hours and three minutes. And I just, I can't, I don't, it's 
Margot Robbie does actually do a really good job acting. I think that she tried her best. She I did enjoy like, her in that movie. This is a dog shit movie, but <laughs> I'm going to turn it around. However, perhaps she watched Batman the Animated Series as a kid and loved it. Yes. <laughs> and that Harley Quinn. I will say, because so this is, this is, you don't have to believe me for the Suicide Squad being a bad movie after this is. Um, Batman Returns, is that the one with Batgirl and Mr. Freeze? No, and no which that's one's Batman that? Forever. Batman Forever is my favorite Batman. Nice <laughs> <laughs> to see you, Nika. <laughs> hey, I really love those, too. I collected really? the McDonald's cups. Yes! yes. My mammal still has them. So those are still very colorful. But it didn't, yeah. have, very colorful. It didn't yes. have bat nipples yet, so <laughs> not the worst true. one. So I will say I classify those movies in a completely separate category. Yeah, those are, are um, those are, yes, universally regarded sure, sure. as good movies. Yeah. Um, and then we get Suicide Squad, and then we get this that lives in the DC okay. universe. So we got just can't pull yourself away from this traffic accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's colorful. Okay, so it satisfies your ADD. Is it because it's it's pretty in some places? If you weren't watching it, the music would be good. Yeah, it's just not well composed. It's not together. It's yeah. mesh a lot of movies like want to show not tell. They want to tell you how to feel. They want to show you how to feel and have you draw right. this journey together. This movie screams, stops the screen and writes down. Here's what I want you to get out of this movie. <gasps> yeah. Here's how I want you to feel. Yes. Here's what you should see. It's so like. Explicitly, like tells you rather than shows you. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, Batman versus Superman did that, so they're also in the same mm-hmm. thing. I mean, if you love it, What'd then that's great. Batman versus <laughs> Superman, but let's face it, guys, it's not a great movie. No. no. Is that one yours? No. Yes. Let's face that. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's so, like, but it's mine. You haven't talked at all during this panel. No, so no. You should go. I'm you know, wait to talk. Okay. So, well, you know. This uh, is Pete, by the way. No. <laughs> I'm new. Uh, so. My offering of a So Good, So Bad movie is also another martial arts film. Mm -hmm. Um, Not quite Kung Pao. Uh, It's ostensibly a martial arts film, but it is the 1993 classic Surf Ninjas. Anybody? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I knew in the back I'd get some love for that. So people like this movie. Do you feel, however, that this movie is a culturally significant piece of art? Absolutely significant. Yeah, well... Get ahead of us. <laughs> I mean, it, you might be wrong on that one, is but that I, I don't the, want to say. Is outrageous. it the animated one with the penguins? It is not. No, Surf Ninjas <laughs> I, is I don't know a live action. It's, 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 it's a live action that's movie. Like much more recent. Oh, anyway, 1993 Surf Ninjas. This is three surfing teenagers oh, yeah. in L.A. One of whom is Rob Schneider. Don't get. You know, don't worry about that just yet. <laughs> um, they are from a little, very generic, very stereotypical island nation uh, that is a hodgepodge of every Asian culture. Um, on Earth, and they are princes that have innate martial arts skills and can see the future through their Sega Game Gear, which you don't even remember how huge Ooh. the Game oh Gear God. is until you've so seen this heavy. movie. You're probably batteries. Well, the battery only yeah. lasts 30 seconds. E-cells, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, terrible picture. Um, they have to fight evil cyborg samurai Leslie Nielsen. It's the truth. Uh, th- that's a thing. <laughs> They, they never explain why he's why he's Leslie Nielsen. I'm just happy that it, it's a thing. I don't want him to explain it. Um, so they all surf into the bad guy's base uh, because you gotta, you gotta surf a little bit and uh, handily whoop his butt because he has zero martial arts skills. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> he's got like an AK-47, but he doesn't have any skills. Uh, easily kick his ass, and then they all sing and dance to the Beach Boys, and it's oh a wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a oh so fever dream of a movie. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember watching this as a kid, but I remember like blocking Leslie Nielsen out of my mind, probably because I love him so much and everything else, except for Dracula Dead and loving it. But right, no, <laughs> no he is better than and, and also a Space Oddity. 
No, I no. guess not so much. <laughs> so Leslie Nielsen gives a, a pretty decent performance as a, a cyborg samurai, as you might expect. But um, Rob Schneider, I think, is a real standout in this film because he is terrible. Uh, you know, he's Rob Schneider. But he gives a fairly decent performance. He's, it's probably his least annoying role ever, which is funny because he's supposed to be playing the world's most annoying character. So technically he fails by giving an entertaining performance. Uh, lands a lot of his jokes. And, and, and he's, he's really, I mean, he's still Rob Schneidery a little How bit. How old was he about this? Well, I'd have to guess he's in his 30s, but he is playing a high schooler with like carrot top orange hair. So I don't I don't know. It works. Just trust me on this one. The sum is greater than the whole of its parts or whatever the hell that is. Huh. Yeah, was right. this before or after Three Ninjas? I just looked it up. Thank you. <laughs> I want to say they're contemporaries at least. Yeah, so Three Ninjas came out in 1992, so just a year before. Oh, but they were coming out with, you know, oh, I had such a, like, such a huge crush on Rocky. You know, like, oh my gosh, but I was more of a tum-tum. I like candy a lot. Tum-tum's okay, too. Tum-tum's good. But this was a time in American culture when the word ninja didn't mean anything. Nobody in Surf Ninjas is ninjas. Nobody in Three Ninjas, they were karate, right? So not ninjas, you know, Ninja Turtles ostensibly. So that was just... They were for the first movie and then after that. It was basically just clickbait putting ninja in the title of this movie. So... And it didn't work. This one scored one higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Kung Pao. I really feel like it deserves a lot more than Kung Pao, and that should be in the single digits a little bit, uh, personally. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, as far as why I like this movie, I mean, nostalgia for the 90s. Just if you've never seen this movie, but you like the 90s, you want to remember what the game gear looks like, you want to say, like, surf's up or all, and that kind of stuff, you know, your childhood. I think you'll get something out of this movie. <laughs> yeah, our childhood in Wisconsin, like catching the waves. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we could snowboard, but there was nobody made movies about that. No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Let's get on it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, our budget. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I think you'll like it. You'll say Bovinus Sanctorum to that one. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go watch it. You probably don't remember. Maybe you do. Maybe you no. watched it just recently. I <laughs> it's burned into your mind. Anyway, Mike, Mike, as our as our host, uh, well, what's your offering? Well, I I was turning over things for a long time, but I ended up going with probably the highest rated Metacritic one that that is going to be mentioned here, and Damn. that is the uh, original 1995 Mortal Kombat movie. Oh. That has a grand total of 34 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and. To be fair, I, I was talking with really uh, Adam Bash earlier uh, at the con, who's in the back right now. This is probably Dude. still the best video game movie ever made. Oh, no. Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. Really? No, yeah. Silent Hill. Yeah. That is a Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, true, I mean, it does... Ha it does. Doom with the rock. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is the second, arguably, best movie, video game movie ever created, but 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. It, uh, I watched it recently, and... And just it it doesn't it doesn't hold up to me. I mean, the acting is like, hey, let's get all these daytime soap opera actors and get them to do martial arts movies and things like that. And then let's get Christopher Lambert, the Highlander <laughs> himself, to play Chinese a Chinese god, Chinese lightning god, god. Yeah, Chinese yeah. lightning god. For the audience at home, you can't understand how much Matt is nodding his head. Yeah. Just yes, I yes, love yes, Christopher yes, yes. Lambert. The lives of millions of people will depend on you. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I mean, he literally says that line in the movie to the characters. It takes itself so seriously. You can tell that, you know, Robin Shu, you know, this was the movie that introduced him to America, was all about, like, I'm going to be here. This is going to make me an action star in the United States. 
you know, it's awesome. And to be fair, I remember going to the theater on opening day and watching <laughs> Mortal Kombat with oh, all my friends, you know, that had when a it came out. Release? It had a theatrical release. release. <laughs> yeah. And its sequel Great. also had yes. a yes. Yes. That one really blew And I, I remember okay. walking out of the theater cheering. <laughs> cheering, I said. I thought you were going to say 30 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> That's the but it was so dumb. But when you think about Mortal Kombat, the, the, the story behind it, it was so dumb, but it was playing it serious in the 90s. You know, now, now if you played like Mortal Kombat 9 and 10, you know the games like realize... We are tongue-in-cheek. Let's just go full-on cheese. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say 90s serious was very different from yeah. 2000s Today's gritty serious. serious. But yeah, right. the, the, the CG doesn't hold up, and they spent a lot for the 90s right. on the CG budget. The acting doesn't hold up. There's a puppet with Goro that you only ever see the top. <laughs> you know, it's like a bungee cord yeah. to the yeah. other arms. I Some mean, Power Rangers, go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's slightly better. I think it had a more higher budget than Power Rangers, or at least better planning. You know, um, the the soundtrack actually is you know pretty good for '90s butt rock. You know, like, <laughs> I thought we and coined the a term for that. Mortal, Mortal Kombat uh, was my first CD I ever owned. Soundtrack. Don't so, tell no. people that, then we can guess your password. You don't have to give away. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be, and also had a lot of goth rock on it too, you know, like typo negative and That's stuff a, like that. Oh my god! Yeah. Fear Factory. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's there's butt rock and there's okay stuff, but yeah, it was just it was so bad watching it now, but I still loved it. And for me, the reason that I love that is nostalgia. It's that time I went to the theater and like I remember. Who I was sitting with, we're like, oh yeah, it's just like the game. Oh yeah, we have to pay attention for the codes at the end so we can put them in the Mortal Kombat 3 machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I remember walking out of there and feeling good, and then I watch it and it brings a smile to my face, and I'm just like, this is so bad. I love how bad this is. <laughs> you know. And that, for me, is the reason. And that, nostalgia is one of the most powerful forces of, of happiness in the universe, I think. For good and evil. Yeah, right. For good and, and evil. evil. So you you need to recognize the two. <laughs> I would say this is not evil. Just cheesy. Well. Right. <laughs> Neutral. Yeah, so in total, what makes good bad movies then? What is, what is something that we all came together I on? think all of these movies are setting out to do something 100%. And mm-hmm. you can tell how much they're trying and how much they want to do it. And the end result is them not doing what they're doing. My movie, Breach, is the guy who's running for student um, class president, has never introduced himself to another classmate before, has straight A's, believes he will win because he's got the better platform and the better faculty-student relationship, sharpens his pencils, sets them out there neatly, has a poster behind him, and believes that people will come to him and he will win in student body president, and gets blown out of the water by Jason Bourne, (laughs) who becomes the class president. (laughs) But, like, all his heart and soul is in that... Ten Sam, page we, thing that Sam, he wrote. Sam, stop talking about when you ran for student. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good platform. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so yelling into that mic. Good student teacher relationship. But it's trying so hard in all these things into what they're doing, and I think another thing that they really have is you walk out of there for just a second and you say, "Am I wrong, or is the world wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> So people have to have no sense of shame then. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, yeah. I don't know. I like that they all kind of really lean into the tropes, you know? So I think, like, every single movie that we've talked about, we're like, oh, well, it's a ninja movie, so we must have three ninjas, or, you know, it, it, it just whatever it is. So in my movie, they're like, what all could go wrong at a Christmas thing? 
we'll do all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they just like, it, we'll get a funny in sometime, you know? And it's not, it's just stressful. I get so stressed out. It's a out. stressful movie. Oh, is this one of those cringe comedies? Uh, yeah. Some oh people laugh, gosh. some people die a little bit. Oh, no. All I remember from the preview is Tim Allen gets Botox. Tim mm-hmm. Allen gets Botox. They well. go tanning in a seeing. mall. Um, there's a Christmas ham that gets run over by a truck, like a like a diesel, like an eighteen wheeler, and I'm like, oh my god, the ham! It's <laughs> not good. The last ham. It has to be that one ham they yeah. bought for it in the supermarket. Do you need Phoenixes uh, near you when you're like, oh god? Like, <laughs> I, I understand. It's being up in speedos and bikinis for like. 15 yeah. minutes for no reason, but just for no reason, they're just in very skimpy swimwear for like a good amount of the movie yeah, for no real reason. not great. I feel like but, I need to rewatch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> because I like, I'm listening. <laughs> and I love Dan Aykroyd, and so I would watch anything he's in. So, and he's in it, and he's kind of a bad guy in it, so. Well, he's kind of a bad guy in real life now, it feels like. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I think, I think, my movie and your movie also are very much into the hero's journey, although Mortal Kombat is serious and Kung Pao is trying to make as many jokes as you can, but it's still like the hero's journey. Yes. <laughs> so, and they're leaning into it like every trope it takes to get the hero's journey there. Mm-hmm. Clearly not, in my case, they were not planning for a sequel. No. <laughs> not that. Thank goodness. Mortal Kombat deserved a sequel. Well, well they couldn't even get the same actors for or the sequel. Or a TV series. He went ahead and did Beowulf instead. It's, it's so that bad. Was also, that was good bad. Good bad, yeah. It's bad whenever a soap star is like, mm, no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I have standards. Yeah. This is my chance to be at 24 frames a second. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, anything else for... I just think good bad is a very subjective thing, you know. You have, I've heard some very atrocious movies around the table that I certainly would not say good bad. I'd just say bad bad. Uh, but um, I think that's a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah. bad bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, well, I we've and we've to touched on that so, before. In the past, do you think so. we all agree that these are sacred bad then? All everything that we mentioned? Not mine. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One person bad. in the room saw it. He was he was it was correct to be one person in the room. It's Tyler, not for say, everyone. You know his name. You can say it. Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, hey, appreciate yeah, you. There we go. Tripper. Well, mine's yeah. sacred. I don't know. I, I think people like mine. And Too much? I'm excited much. to know Somebody. 10 years, 20 years from now, what people will think of Suicide yeah. Squad. I don't allow my kids to see DC movies because they get real dark, but they've seen all the Marvel movies. But I'm interested to see their reaction to that movie because... It's real bad. Wait till they can curse. Things can yeah. get worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said the I guy with like it. a trend. <sighs> I just don't understand Marty the dancing is villain. Be one. Yes. Yeah. The what? The dancing villain and her like how she walked. Enchanters. Oh, oh, in the movie. oh yeah. Oh, so I have to say the actress who plays her, I do really like. Yeah, her. me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that. I like Jared Leto in American Psycho. Oh, yeah. 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 He gets chopped to pieces. And yeah. in uh, <laughs> oh, Dallas, Dallas Ballers Club. Club. We oh, love so that movie. Good, yeah. he's, he's really great in that. Really good. We love sad gay AIDS Sad gay AIDS, AIDS movies are a jam. We just oh, put them on oh, Philadelphia. We just like it. Oh, yeah. anything. We will spoon and cry and watch that. And it's <laughs> the best. Wish I could quit you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, that was that was all we had for the live show. So uh, we're going to open it up for uh, questions for you, and then we will leave it on time for the next panel, so we, they don't scramble like we did. 
So, <laughs> so oh my yeah. gosh, so much shade. Be, <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any questions for us the or truth the about anything. Sacred Cows players? Oh, yes, you back. in the back. John. What's your name? What's up? Uh, my name is Joe. John, please forward, come so we can forward get on to the, the mic. mic. Or just yell. You know what my real sacred shame is? Is not only did I own a DVD copy of Kung Pao and Earth Fist, I couldn't find it, so then I bought it again. No. <laughs> so I could watch it again in preparation for this. I've bought Breach like three times. Oh, yeah. so I on the subject not. of no. bad movies that are good, have you seen Crawlia? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do which one is that? with the starfish sword, right? The five-pointed it's, bladed it's weapon. Legitimately, one of my favorite movies. And it's got one of the best weapons in all of cinematic history. That that five-bladed star thing. He only used it once, right near the end, to cut through a wall. And then he tries to kill the big bad bit, and it doesn't work. And it's on the DVD but cover. I, maybe he yeah. used all its power on the wall. Oh, it could be, but it's legitimately one of the best weapons and it's a fantastic <laughs> movie and in the end the bad guy is defeated by the power of love yeah, oh, yeah. stronger than any starfish really sword yeah, right. absolutely it is legit so that's one not not the one with kevin's first sword movie okay liam neeson okay. okay what is a 17 year old or he's actually still pretty old man. he's pretty <laughs> he's older than we give him credit for is liam neeson just immortal is he permanently that age <laughs> he is <laughs> yeah. he's like I a patrick stewart who's always been the same age since the 80s happy pube what you got i want to say no matter how bad mortal Kombat is or isn't the theme, the original theme song from Mortal Kombat, yeah. oh yeah, is a oh. classic and will live in our culture forever. <laughs> 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 the amount forever. of remixes and like it's 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 iconic and lives forever. Mm-hmm. That song is amazing. Mortal Kombat. You know how many how many times Scorpion. at Scorpion. my school <laughs> we had people that were taking martial arts classes. There's like there was we had a talent competition. We called it Star Search. None of these people ended up being stars. <laughs> um, but they would be you know doing martial arts Ooh, routines to that, and basically they'd be like, "Look at how long I can hold a kick. Look at my kata." You know? <laughs> and it's like, okay, all right. I, so I actually tired on, on that really quickly. It, w- it was great in the context of the movie, but I'm just I just picture bad martial arts, even though I guess the movie is some of that. Want to play it? Are we allowed to play it? Thirty seconds of it. Thirty. <laughs> Cut it out, you no. Twenty-nine. Actually. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Green. there's a lot of headbanging going on. So, okay. Right. That's within copyright. And, so any other right. questions about this or anything else with the Sacred Cows Pot? So, fight now. Can I ask a question? Yes. Okay, so yeah. I think I actually agree with Matt because I've seen Kung Pao enter the fist. No, no joke more than 50 times. I used it. I used to put Dang. it on and just like watch and be like, <laughs> it's just one huge chunk or whatever, you know, whatever. Like, I loved it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think I have to say you're, I agree. That's two votes for that movie. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But I want to know from the audience, how many of you agree with Kung Pao Enter the Fists? I mean, I still have my like, Whoa! Yeah! Okay. Okay. Five! Like, that's like... That's like I made Molly watch it, she's not raising her hand, so... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it the first time either, but you just have to keep going. I mean, I've tried to watch it Call 50 me times. Betty. So. So I always thought that was a parody of Kung Fu Hustle, but I guess, you know. No. That's actually a very good well, movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. Kung Fu Hustle is like Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, do we have a question? Yeah. Oh, oh. Molly! Hi. I have a question for all, any of you guys. Out of all the movies that you have rated sacred and not in the uh, show, which of those do you think have been good, bad movies, and which of them have really been good? 
Hmm. Well, we really only handle art on our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of the George Lucas movies, I mean, the, the original trilogy. American Graffiti is, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. You make me have to go through the list now here. I think No, Co- no Country for Old Men is the best movie that has ever been done on the podcast. Not just because I'm a guest on that one. But it's, right. it's really <laughs> that good. That is a good movie. It's though. such a good movie. It's I, terrifying. I remember watching that movie and the part at the end with the the air pump. Mm. And I just remember seeing that and I'm like, one, you can do that. Yeah, it's such and a good two, idea. And two, like, now I'm terrified that someone's going to shoot I air almost, through my head. I, I, I almost would take back The Shining. We kind of bullied Veronica into a not sacred on that one. <laughs> so I think the shining. Excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just there were some hard feelings. My more from Power Rangers is a bad, bad movie. Of a movie yeah. And the best one ever made. So that I say, was, I say oh. it's a worse. Well, <laughs> I think the problem is no one can agree on, on these. Well, things, there's so. nothing to agree. By the way, go out and listen to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode if you just want to hear Bachman just wax nostalgic about about Power Rangers and like drop some knowledge. You His know. account of Power Rangers was bad good, but the movie, the movie was bad <laughs> yeah. bad. So It's like, I learned you, more than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> I would say if you have never seen Labyrinth before, and you watch it now, it's, it's not a good don't, movie. Yeah, don't do that. There's some good music. There's some good music no, in it. No, okay. But it is not a good movie. So I will tell you, I watched that movie as a very young child. And I had a friend who she would say all the time, oh my god, I love the labyrinth. And I was like, I don't even remember it. She's like, okay, we're watching it. So we got real drunk, and we watched it, and that movie is a goddamn classic. Space Jam, we said, was a bad movie, and it was not sacred. So would we change that? I loved it. It's fun. It's, I think it's a cult classic, which yeah. is bad movies that don't have to be good. I've recently rewatched it with them. my children, They're and they were like, oh, it sucks. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? They were making it with LeBron. That's right. There's some good parodies. Be a big I hope Michael Jordan is like the coach or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, yeah, he has He's got to have the cameo. There yeah. we have it. Oh, boy. Michael Jordan, man. That was... He was so good. But those that CG where they turned him into the basketball. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> CG, period. I don't think we were there for good CG, though, so I, yeah. I got over it real fast. I don't no. know. But, well, we'll have to answer that one on the show, I think, because uh, look over our catalog. But uh, Yeah. Have we ever wa- have we done Roger Rabbit? No, that'd be a good one. No, I'd good like one to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. She really loves that. She's yeah, she's fine as a child. Oh, I was so scared. The shoes. I've never felt more. I killed her, but I hate you. I'll just lay awake at night and sometimes wake up and remember the image of the shoes and just be sad. And that was like Christopher Lloyd right after Doc Brown. Yeah. After Back to the Future One. That's Doc Brown, holy shit. So I've, been, I've been getting these new manicures and they call it dip because you dip your finger in the stuff no. and, they're like, and they're like, you want the dip? And I'm like, oh, no! You don't understand how animated I am! <laughs> Alright. Uh, well, any more questions so from the more, audience? Uh, or, no, let's do you. <laughs> Shout loud. So, only one. Uh, so, I love a lot of bad movies that I know are bad and I know this is everything we've gone over, but... Movies like The Rock and uh, <gasps> yeah. Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. I yes. love those Nicolas movies. Cage movies. Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite the movie is The Pest. Because the Pest, yes. so bad. It, I just checked it. It got a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, and it's super offensive, but I love that movie. Are there movies that you love watching 
I mean, obviously the ones you named here, but are there movies that you have to watch like once every year or every two years or so? Okay. UHF. You know UHF. I, I really like yeah. UHF. That's but a good one to watch. That was bad going in. Like Weird Al set out to make a bad, good, bad movie. Did he? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, he was just being weird Al. I guess people yeah. didn't like it. Talking about bad 90s movies of rewatchability. That's got a lot of rewatchability. All right, I'm Troll gonna, 2. I'm going to admit 10. my shame of yeah. a bad movie that is something I love and watch all the time, The Matrix sequels. Yes. Hate me! But I, I, I don't want to touch I that. honestly, I loved the first Matrix so much, and I loved the fight choreography in the second one, mm. the second sequel. The plot and the story are not great. The Chateau fight is awesome. Really, mm. Brawl? Good before you get to the all the CG, please, come on. Uh, but I thought, oh my god, what a story of excess, and just like, you guys made this movie, it was good, do whatever you want. It was a classic George Lucas movie. Mm. You know, like, and then it's like, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they but I think we should do Matrix 1 again because I wonder how that holds up. I haven't seen it in 15 yeah, years. Yeah, and that should so. probably be a deep dive, but that's my shame. So, yeah. Something joyful about loving a movie that you know people don't like. You're like, no, this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I get it and I love it for all it is. It is mine in the universe. I like all vampire lore. So oh. it doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm going to try it. I don't care if you sparkle or not. And so, my thing, I'll watch Twilight anytime it's on. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch sexy people. <laughs> it's good. I don't know if it really fits in the category, because I, I had debated doing this film, but it, it scored a lot higher than I expected, and that's Mystery Men. <gasps> it's, oh it's, it's a great movie with great actors. Yes. And that was on my shirtless, too. It was, but it, it, you know, commercially it did all right, and it scored in, like, a 60s or, like, mid-60s. Uh, for Metacritic, so I was like, "That's yeah. actually not bad." It was too good. Yeah, it was. It was, good it was very good. good. The jokes are great. The characters are fun, and uh, you know, Janine I, I love. I love to watch it. It's oh, like I'll, I'll definitely pull that one out. And throw that her, in. Romeo and Michelle too. Yeah. I was just thinking that same thing. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion is a movie so I will watch anytime. Good. <laughs> but that's not a bad movie. No, that's a good. Movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> I like movies that I'll fight anyone. Feel like they're going to change the game. Feel like they're going to really be something, and they end up being something different. Gods of Egypt. <laughs> oh, man. Sparkly, expensive movie. The director goes on internet rants at people. He's like, "You don't fucking get it, man. I made something here, and it's that, that's it's Jamie something. Lannister in Egypt. That's all I know." We, tur- <laughs> we turned on this movie, and expecting we were like, to hate expecting it. to hate it. And we're like, "Oh, so stupid, really whatever." We had more fun than we like, thought we would. You rewind yeah, it because this looks like D and D. We're such a sucker for anything that follows a D and D story track. We're like, yeah. "Oh, I get what's going on here." <laughs> oh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh. Yes. Oh. The first one. Yeah, There's one. Thora Burke. God, Thora what is it? It's on Netflix, and um, I can't remember his name. The Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister's actor. Peter, oh. Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah. He plays in it. Um, the guy who plays uh, Jason on True Blood, he's in it. Okay. Um, what's the name of that? Jason Stackhouse. But it's, it's yes, they yeah, LARP, yeah. and then oh, while oh, they're yes. LARPing, things yes. actually Robots. happen. Oh. What is it? Is it role models? Yes, role models. No, 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 it's not yes. role models. Because role models is like where they're yeah. mentoring yeah. kids, right? That's, a, that's an awesome yeah. idea. If you're listening yeah. to this, just Google it. We'll get yeah. there eventually. It's, it's a wonderful... I can just look at Peter Dinkins. Yeah. All right. 
the animated. Anyone see the yes, animated? Yes, Knights of Badass. Right? Knights of Badass. Right? That's, That's it. it. Badass. Does anyone see the animated The Hobbit, the old school? Yeah, yeah. 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 Breaking and Badass. Yeah, it's good stuff. I don't like it. I'm scoping at its finest. I saw it when I was a kid, and even then, I didn't feel like I was high enough to know. I love it as a bad movie. Is what I'm saying. I'm like, this is terrible. I'm gonna keep going. I don't like bad animation, and so it's just. It's got a great folk music soundtrack, I saw, though, I think. I remember when Cartoon Network went live, and my grandmother's like, hey, we got you Cartoon Network, so now you can watch all the stupid cartoons you want. And I'm like, it's all Hanna-Barbera. Fifty yeah. yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. yabba dabba yeah. yeah. Hey, boo-boo, let's get ourselves a picnic basket. <laughs> there you go. Yogi, do you want to knock over a 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 all right. So, any other questions? So, we, otherwise we can wrap it up. Questions, comments, crippling fears. Concerns, <laughs> yeah. criticism. What do you think of all the sketches? Uh, wow. In terms of bad movies that clearly had no intention to be good, uh, do you have any feelings about Sharknado? <laughs> I have a lot of feelings on Sharknado. Yeah, I, feeling I won't watch that. it because I'm, sure I'm scared of sharks. Yeah, and and that really is. Veronica would be too scared. <laughs> too I'm a scared. Cord so I don't have cables. So I can't watch it. I went and saw snakes on a plane. I'm terrified of them. It was just me and my mom in the theater. She's she's the only one that matches my fear of snakes. And no no lie, you guys, we were on, had our feet on the seats in front of us, and we're holding ourselves up on the rails. We're like, we have to get out of here, but we're too scared to touch the floor. See, that's another in my love category, but I don't watch it that often, just because I knew what I was getting to. It was like, Samuel L. Jackson, snakes, plane, done. Mm -hmm. Sold. Exactly. (laughs) Here's the premise. Yeah, right. Huh. On a plane. All right, well. Good songs on the soundtrack too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. So, well, yeah. I don't think we answered the question, but I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Do you have time for one more question? Yeah. yeah. No, let's do it. How do you feel about terrible sequels to good movies? I'm thinking you're American Psycho too. Well, we already talked uh, about the Matrix from, uh, movies. Yeah. Two and three, but. Uh, uh, I haven't watched American Psycho two because I'm scared of it. It's bad. <laughs> is that the one with Jackie Burkhardt in it from that 70s show? Yes, yes yeah. Movie, right? She plays like um, Christian Bale's, she, Bale's like sister Carter's or era. cousin or something like that. It'd be great if they played the same character. I know you know, never see Christian Bale What movie Bale are you either. thinking of yeah. in your mind? Oh, I'm thinking of American Psycho. Okay, American great. Psycho 2. Yeah. Never like seen Nika it. just said, that is the only link they had to American Psycho. I didn't, yeah. yeah. I just didn't want to soil that memory of There are that. just so many movies that were good and then they got a direct-to-video release, uh, you know, with a different actor oh, or whatever. Little Mermaid just, 2. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Too many to count. Yeah, Son of the Man. Too many to count. All right, well. Oh, the ringed. Rings. Oh, yeah. Rings. I mean, there's, there, there's ring versus grudge. Then the third one is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the prequels. Yeah, right. All right, well, thank you Classic for coming, movie. everybody. Yeah, thanks for spending an hour of your busy Geekly Con with yes. us. It was great to see you all. We love you. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Geekly Con. Have fun, have fun. Woo. Thanks. Sacred Cows Tonight is a production of Sacred Cows Tonight. Executive producers Mike and Pete. The sketch, Effortless, was written, edited, and produced by Pete and starred Mike and Pete. Main portions of the episode are edited by Eli Ramsey. Special thanks goes to Geekly Inc. for allowing us to perform at GeeklyCon 2017. Thank you so much! Want to contribute your sketch to Sacred Cows tonight? Email us your script or proposal to sacredcows at heroeoftheweb.com. That's sacredcows at heroeoftheweb.com. 
Moo.